Welcome to Teachers in Business, where we talk about how to build a service-based business that more than replaces your teacher income while also having the truly flexible schedule you've always wanted. No more school calendars and bell schedules, no more 80-hour weeks, and no more being underpaid and undervalued. It's time for you to start making your own rules for your work, your life, your time, and your money. Listen on to find out how. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Teachers in Business. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to 2022. Hopefully yours is off to a slightly less rockier start than mine is. Um, It's a little crazy here with all the COVID and all the rest, but we shall see. Um, This week, really this month, what I want to talk about on the podcast is time. If you are a teacher, if you are a parent, if you are a business owner, if you are thinking about being one of those things and you're not quite yet, one of the biggest struggles of work and life and family and everything else is time. One of the things that I hear from clients, from friends, from colleagues, from family members, from everyone is all of the thoughts they have about time. We constantly talk about time. And, you know, what I've noticed in the last, you know, this is something I personally have been working on for a long time, my relationship with time. And so I really hear it when people talk about it. And for the most part, we talk about time, like collectively as a society, but particularly as women, as people who are in helping fields, as people who are trying to build something of our own with a, you know, with only so many hours in a day, we talk about time as the enemy, right? We are, um, it sounds like I don't have enough time. I'm running out of time. Uh, Time isn't on my side. I'm working against the clock. I just don't know where all my time goes. I never have enough of it. It's like this constant battle. And, you know, possibly some of these sound familiar, right? Like you've thought these things. I think we all have at some point. It's like you're in this constant war with time, right? It's you're warring it. You're battling it. You're like duking it out. You are also chasing it around like you would a wild toddler. Like when you're like, right, but I just can't get it to do what I want it to do. Like it's always doing whatever the hell it wants. And also you're like forever looking under the couch cushions and under rocks and everywhere else to find more of it. It's like this frantic battle to like catch it, control it and make it do your will. And you know, if you've ever had a toddler or students in a classroom or a family or a dog or anything else, the more, you know, just as well as I do, that the more frantically you battle, the more it battles back, right? Like if you go, you know, I can remember when I was a middle school teacher, when I went to like unconsciously like battle and I would bring battle to a 13 year old, they would battle right back. It was one of those like, Oh God, that was me. And so what I'd like to help people with this month as the year starts, 
Um, and what I'm focusing on in my Facebook group, if you're not in there, it's also called teachers in business, please come join us is, is changing sort of the friendship status as it were with time right now, it's your enemy and it's this constant battle. It's this push pull. It's this panic. It's this frantic thing. And what I'd like is to help you change the status of your relationship to time so that it's not the enemy anymore. So that you guys are like tight, like besties, like you talk on the regular, you, you get along super well, you collaborate. (laughs) And like, even if you don't get all the way to besties, maybe we're frenemies, right? Where like you're on really good terms part of the time and part of the time you're not, but at least it's more often than when you were enemies. So with that in mind, what I want to talk about today is three thoughts about time that I hear constantly from people. I've already sort of listed them out and like ways to look at time and then offer you some ideas, some alternates that you might think about. Okay. So here we go. The first one is this thought of, I don't have enough time and basically all the variations. So I'm running out of time. Um, I can't find enough time in the day. Um, Anything that's like time. So like the stars I have in my notes here is that it's any sort of thing that comes out of your mouth or out of your brain where you're looking at time as a limited resource and quantity as like, um, as I can't think of the word right now, where'd my brain go? It's on vacation still as the opposite of abundant as scarce. There it is. So if you're thinking of time as this like scarce resource that you have to like, like hoard, (laughs) you know, that like, I have a dear friend, her husband like hoards days off, but then doesn't want to use them. And so it's like, well, but why have them if you're not going to use them? Right. It's like you, if you could pocket time and hold it in your pockets, your pockets would be full. You'd be like a, a, like a squirrel holding all the nuts or a chipmunk. So this is one thing that you, you know, might recognize in yourself. If you are not sure if this is you spend the next couple of days, you know, hearing yourself and just noticing, you know, how you think about time. And if you hear any of this, like limited resource stuff, first, here are the two things to do first, ask yourself if that's actually true. Like, yes, it is actually true that time is a limited resource, but it is, is it as limited as you think it is? Is it as scarce as you think it is? Do you, is it really running out or is it a matter of choices, right? You know, for me, the most helpful thought alternative here has, and and this is something I've told you I've worked on for years, you know, it's okay. Is it really true that I don't have enough time? I always stop and go like, okay, is that really true? Well, probably not. And then the alternate thought that I come up with all the time that has helped me time and time again, is there's always enough time to do what matters. It's this idea that I have a sufficient amount of time to do the things that matter most. Like here, 
you know, this is my day-to-day life right now. Here in southeastern Pennsylvania, it looks like school is going to be closed all week because of staffing shortages from COVID. We don't know yet for sure, but like it's throwing my brain into like, a, oh my God, what am I going to do? What if my kids are home for two weeks or three weeks or like, holy crap. And so it is shortening the amount of time I have in my day, obviously. And it's turned my brain last night into like, oh my God, what are we going to do? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. But actually it's like, okay, wait. Is that true? And then what actually matters? So today for me, what matters was posting the chart that I made yesterday, recording this podcast. I have to change a dentist appointment. I have to call a doctor's office. I have to check in with a couple of clients because I'm going to be out of the office tomorrow. And then, you know, what gets done from there gets done from there. I do need to spend a little time on the course I'm building for my my college kids because they start in less than three weeks and I am not done. So for me, it's like, okay, wait, do all the things that are on my list for today actually need to get done right now? And if they don't, what happens? You know, which things really matter and which things don't? Then I can choose. And it's like, oh, and it takes the like wind out of the, I don't have enough, I don't have enough sales, right? That scarcity. The second bucket of time thoughts, at least for me, is this whole, like, I'm working against the clock. Like, time isn't on my side. It's this, um, the way I wrote it down in my note is time as your adversary, as somebody you're, like, literally battling all the time where you're, like, head to head and fighting for this resource, duking it out. And this is... You know, for me, when I'm in this, it's like it's a race and you're losing, right? It's a little bit competitive. It's a little bit um, Hunger Games <laughs> in some ways. And it's like pitting you against yourself, right? It's pitting your priorities against each other. It's pitting what you want to get done versus what you need to get done versus your family versus your self-care versus, you know, time and space to think, oh my gosh, it's like this whole, everything is pushing and pulling against each other and there's no winning, right? So for me, the question I ask myself in this situation is, is there a battle and what does an easy win look like? So, you know, when it's this like adversarial thing, it's like, wait, 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 is there actually a battle going on here? Or am I like manufacturing this like race against time? Because that's what society tells me everything has to be like. Usually that's, that's manufactured. The second thing though, is like, what's the easy win here? Well, the easy win is for me to choose. So the thought for me underneath here is I choose how to spend my time. It's changing from battle to collaboration. It's this like, I am in partnership with time. We decide what we're doing. And sometimes it's, you know, getting lots of little things done. Sometimes it's getting one thing done. Sometimes it's not getting anything's done. It depends on the day. But it's like, okay, how do I take this from battle mode to collaboration mode, right? In my kids' My daughter plays a lot of Minecraft. It's like like survival mode versus creative mode, right? 
How do you take your brain out of survival mode in this battle with time and into collaboration? And for me, like sitting down in, I choose how to spend my time shifts me almost immediately. Now it took me a long time to get there. And this is stuff that comes with practice. And I know it's possible you're sitting out there thinking now, like, okay, this sounds great, but like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This is just like, you don't just get to change that, but actually you do. Like I am the poster child for, I used to have 96 jobs and a million things going on and a constant panic attack in the background. Like I get it. Like, (laughs) believe me. Uh, And I have friends now, you know, three or so years into me really working on this that say to me, like, it's so different. You're so different in that way. You're so much more settled. Everything is calm. You don't get nearly as flustered. I hear this from people who I've known a long time who know me well. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. This has made a huge difference. And really all it is, is noticing and then practicing. It's like noticing when I'm in a battle of time, when I'm like having this uh, like arbitrary battle that doesn't matter. And then deciding to think differently. It's really all it is. The third bucket is all of the thoughts that are like, well, I don't know where all my time goes. Like time flies by. I don't know where it is. It's the, like any of the thoughts that like time is outside of your control. Like, it's just something that happens to you. It's something that passes by. It's something you can't get a hold of. It's something you can't control. It's something that like, just like, it just slips through your fingers. It's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? It's like trying to hold a thousand grains of sand and they just like through the hourglass and oh my God, what are we going to do? When I am in the like, oh my God, time is flying by. Holy crap. It's just running out and it's running short. It's out of my control. I can't decide what it does. When I'm in that bucket where time feels really out of my control, the question I ask myself is what, what is my role in time? I know that sounds odd, but here's why I think about it that way. Like, I know that my role in relationship to time is to choose how to spend it, right? I make choices all day long. Sometimes it's Netflix. Sometimes it's reading my book on the couch. Sometimes it's working. Sometimes it's sleeping. I choose. Those are all choices. And I'm good with all the choices I make. Like, I don't beat myself up over them. So if time is feeling out of control, it's like, okay, wait, what, what's my role here? Like, oh, maybe it's just remembering that it's not actually out of my control. It's feeling like it and that's okay. But I can, you know, it's like I hopped out of the driver's seat for a second and the bus was still going and it was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm supposed to be driving here. Hold on. Let me sit back down. Let me get back control of the bus and let me settle. The thought that I use constantly um, is, is really a hard one to grab. So there's like this intermediate one I'd like to propose. I'd like to propose just simply the thought of I control my time. My time is within my control. The thought that I think all the time that I think is super powerful is I create time. I create time. Because in the way I think about this is like I literally create time. I create time to do the things that need to get done by my choices. 
my choices create time. So I create time. Like it's a logical mathematical problem (laughs) that I can logic my way to being a creator of time. And maybe you can, maybe you can't. But with practice, it comes. So if you're feeling frantic, if you're feeling scattered, if you're feeling scarce, if you're feeling like you're in a constant war with time, step one is to notice it. Step two is to really hear which bucket of thoughts are overriding. Like, is it the time is a limited resource? Is it the time is your adversary? And, or is it the time is out of your control that like you don't get to drive? And then to notice when those thoughts come up and practice something different. Like this is work that as a business coach, I do with clients all the time because it really matters for the amount we accomplish, the way we accomplish it, how our businesses run, how our classrooms run, how our lives run for us to move from enemy with time to to bestie. Like everything gets easier when you're not in a constant war. So if you have questions about this, come into my Facebook group, come send me a message, come hang out with us. We're going to talk more about time this month, about making time a friend versus an enemy. If you really want to work on this, if you are building a business and you constantly feel like you are out of time, if you're fighting time so hard and you cannot get it to do what you want because it's like an angry toddler, let's come talk about it. This is one of my strongest suits. I help my clients change this relationship. It doesn't take very long and it really makes a world of difference. You could six months from now, just know that time is within your control. Know that you create the time and know that you spend your time as exactly as you want all the time and not have this constant time panic anymore. It could be gone, like literally gone. Can you imagine your life without all this panic? would be so nice. So if that's something you are interested in, please just send me a message. Let's talk about it. And we'll talk about whether, how, how I can help you do that and you can become a client. So happy 2020. Welcome to a new year. Welcome to a new version relating to time. And I'll see you next week.